Happy Halloween, trick-or-treaters, dreamers, campers, suspects, and deadites. What you're about to hear is a clip from our exclusive Patreon commentary on 1980's The Fog. How do you hear the full thing? Become a member of our Patreon, The Rewind. You can find a link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash Halloweeniespod. There you can find multiple commentary tracks for all your favorite horror hits. I'm talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm talking about Evil Dead, the first Halloween, the second Halloween, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and even Friday the 13th. Basically, all the franchises that we've covered, if you didn't get enough of us <laughs> talking for, you know, three hours about each one of the movies that are in those franchises, well, guess what? We we went, we talked all over the movie itself, and you're going to hear us talk all over this one uh, if you feel so inclined. Again, www.patreon.com slash Halloweenies pod. So much content in there. So many great memories. <laughs> and they give you yours. So hope to see you there so we can give you several more scares. <laughs> it's midnight and we've just started into the witching hour. This is KAB Antonio Bay, California. Haven't heard from the weatherman, so I don't know about the rain, but there's a full moon and no clouds in the sky. I'm Wolfman Mac, and if you don't have anything to do right now, why don't you join us on the aisle where the Halloweenies will be watching Tom Atkins, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Adrian Barbeau run for their lives from John Carpenter's 1980 classic, The Fog. Now for the uninitiated, the aisle is where the Halloweenie heads get to hang with us and watch a movie while we provide commentary only as the Halloweenies can with tons of tangents. Now, the film is about a small town celebrating its 100th anniversary when a strange fog appears. And folks, let's just say that fog isn't empty. Something has started to prey on the people of San Antonio. Will they make it out alive? Probably not. But before we get into spoiler territory, I'm here with some of the residents of San Antonio. Now, as you introduce yourselves, please tell us what the fog means to you. And if you were, in fact, going to cast someone to play fog, who would that be and why? Uh, I'm going to throw it over to my brother, Justin. Hey, this is Justin Buck, Flower Gerber. And what was the question? Who would play the fog? Who would play the fog in your version of the fog? And and instead of when the first time you saw it, I just just like what does the fog mean to you as uh, in in horror? Oh, this is this is to me what Moneyball is. The movie Moneyball is to, to dramatic films. Like every time I see it, I like it more and more. Uh, there's a great 4K restoration that happened a few years ago that a few of us saw at the Music Box Theater, and it looks incredible. Um, the atmosphere has not been lost at all. And this was something I think when I was younger, though, I, you know, it, it still isn't, doesn't match up for me to like, you know, Halloween, Assault and Precinct 13 and, and The Thing, which are still like the, the holy trifecta for me for John Carpenter movies. But it's still really good. It's easily in my top 10. I mean, it could even be my top five, honestly. It's just it's something that you don't really get uh, from horror these days to pull my uh, prerequisite old man yells at cloud. Uh, it's just a very patient movie. There are some jump scares in this movie that have no music stingers, which we'll talk about as we go on, that are mm. really, really refreshing, I guess, it's because there's just a confidence in the filmmaking that Carpenter can scare you without having to over-embellish, I guess. So, 
yeah, I've uh, been a fan of this movie for a long time and uh, I'm as big a fan now as I was when I first saw it, you know, 30 years ago. Nice. And, and who would you cast as the fog? Oh, who would I cast as the fog? That's a great question. Um, I would cast, I have, you know, Mac, I have absolutely no joke. You know, I would cast the great, <laughs> I know I would cast foggy Nelson uh, from the great Wait, daredevil the show. Specifically, the character the, from Daredevil. <laughs> specifically, not the comic book version, but the 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 guy from Mighty Ducks who plays him in the Netflix version of Daredevil. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> not John Favreau either. <laughs> that has no, not even an actor. Okay, uh, the character from 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 Daredevil named Foggy Nelson. Okay, great. Uh, let's throw it over to Mike Vanderbilt. Good morning, Antonio Bay. Who would I cast as the fog? Uh, James Hong. Oh, that's a good <laughs> oh, casting. Okay. Yeah. Mysterious. And and what does the fog mean to you in in in, in horror, Mandy? You know what I, I? I couldn't even tell you the first time I saw this one. I just feel like I saw bits and pieces of it for years yeah. on like uh, local television. And I think the first time I actually sat down and watched it was on AMC's Fear Fest. You know, it's a good one. It's a spooky ghost story, but. Um, my, I mean, I've talked about my favorite carpenters, which are Sultan Precinct 13, Halloween, his Elvis movie, and Big Trouble in Little China. So this is probably, it would be probably towards the bottom, but that's a pretty good run as a filmmaker. So something's, something's got to come in last, right? And it, this isn't last. This is no ward. That's for I'm gonna sure. Say. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, like, what are you talking about? This right below like, get, Ghosts get of Mars. This episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. right Those are the damned. The Ghosts of Mars. Yeah. 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 Vampires. Something's, something's got to come in the middle, I suppose. All right. All right. All right. Um, well, I'm glad you're you're on representing the middle because I feel like the rest of us have this at the top or close to the top. Uh, speaking of the rest of us. Uh, oh, wait. Who would you cast as the fog? Oh, you already said James Hong. Man, I am losing it this morning, and we're watching this at a brisk eleven a.m. here in Chicago. I'm so glad it's eleven a.m. But uh, I'll tell you what, we're all really mm. awake for this one. Uh, I'm going to pass it on over now to Mike. Rothman. Hey, this is Michael Bennett Rothman. Uh, it's a reference to John Carpenter's beloved character from The Fog. Um, Are you sure it's after the former? Uh, New England Patriot Michael Bennett? No, it's actually actually now it's uh it's a uh, it's related to the in joke that we have uh to a, a person that we know here in Sh- the, uh, that used to live in Chicago. Oh, uh, that's no longer wow, here. Wow, that's actually. a real deep cut. Uh, no, really real deep cut that only we're going into the fog with this bit. We, we, we are, names. we are, we can name but, names. No, but let me get let, let me take us out of the fog for a second because uh, it's actually fitting that uh we're doing this commentary so close to the changeling uh because when I think of bedtime mm. movies. Um, movies that I've just been putting on uh, all throughout the pandemic and even just right before that too. Um, there are three that, that that come to mind. One was The Changeling, which I've watched so many times on Shutter. Probably, I mean, look, if there is a data sheet on Shutter that says how many people have streamed the movies on there and based on their accounts, I, I guarantee you I'm on the top for The Changeling, which is probably at, I'm not joking, probably up to 300 something times now because I just put it on when I can't sleep at night and I fall asleep. Or uh, Leap of Faith, which is uh, the great, uh, not, oh, Steve Steve Martin, Steve Martin movie. not the Steve Martin the movie. God damn it. No meatloafs in that one. It's too. the true Exorcist sequel. Um, and, uh, and then the third one, which, you know, is now on Shutter now, but wasn't, for, you know, hasn't been for a while, was John Carpenter's The Fog. Um, you know, growing up, I, I wasn't crazy about this movie. My dad was a huge fan. 
and he he's he's always he's a big fan of Carpenter, and this was up there. I think he loves this one, Starman, and I want to say Assault are his three favorites. Um, mm. And so he would always, you know, he loved uh, having this one on. And I remember it being on an old VHS tape that we had, and I wish I had it still because I imagine like the aesthetic would just look great with like the grainy video VHS and all. But um, I, I've really come to love it though. And, and I think a lot of it just comes into what uh, Justin was saying in that it, it's a, it's a very left the dial type of horror movie, especially nowadays, because yeah, it, it isn't really, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about it on this, this episode too, is that like, you know, it's not traditionally, it's not a traditional horror movie. It's very aesthetic driven. And that's what I think I love about it so much. And that's why I think I like putting it on late at night. Um, I think this is Carpenter's most beautiful picture um, easily. Um, and I think it's interesting when you look at it as a follow-up to arguably his biggest movie, um, which is Halloween and kind of seeing, you know, when you look at it in that, in that point of view and you compare it to like filmmakers today that follow up their big hits, it's kind of interesting to look at the fog then. Um, so I, I really do love this movie. I, I rank it high. I got the thing at number one. Um, and I think I got a, a Halloween assault battle for two, um, I'm really enjoying all this assault uh, love. Uh, I just morning. love Assault and Precinct 13. Oh, it's, um, it's great. God damn it. That's a good movie. So but I good. think I'd, I I think I would slot this somewhere in the top five, maybe, maybe five, I think. Um, you know, it definitely has its flaws, but um, like I said, I just think it's just a fucking gorgeous movie and I can't wait to talk about it. So, yeah, we, we just recently uh, ranked our Carpenter flicks, didn't we, Mike? And I, I, this has to be my top five. I, I know it is. Oh, oh, I would cast, but, but I don't want to break tradition here. Um, I would cast the fog. I have a cast. Oh, um, right. the great George Burns, uh, who played Guy. <laughs> oh, oh, fo- oh, fog. Oh, fog. Yeah. Oh, fog book two. <laughs> oh, oh, fog. Sorry, Mac, I didn't mean to intrude, but no, you're I, fine. I no, no. Uh, um, yeah, for me, uh, this is Wolfman Mac. This is Mac Gerber, um, brother to Justin. And I, for me, th- yeah, this is great, great, great film. It's up there in my top Carpenter films and just my top horror films in general. Uh, always listen to the soundtrack in October. Uh, Mike and I talked about that before. Oh yeah. I, yeah, it's just like such a good mood movie. It's such a good late night film. And then also like today it's just overcast it's a rainy day like just throw it on you know like i I just love having it on in the background um yeah i would also cast the fog i just i don't know michael shannon okay wow i like how you're (laughs) the one that introduces an impossible bit and you just lazily say michael shannon no i actually had planned michael shannon i had that in my notes justin i just want to say i'm just throwing it off because y'all gave funnier uh for, i was trying to be real about it <laughs> you conceded the joke uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm rolling in a town but right um now. Uh, only yeah. because he gives very good muted... <laughs> and i was trying to think of actors that don't that, you know maybe maybe uh i'm trying to think of other actors that have done that um or carried carried films on their own uh, maybe tom hanks <laughs> That's me, Rick Tom Hanks. <laughs> Done uh, uh, films, carried films.